0: Welcome to Joe's Common Sense Podcast. My name is Joe, and today we're going to be talking about the coronavirus. Thank you for joining me today. And today, like I said, we're going to be talking about the coronavirus. The coronavirus is everywhere now. We're seeing it on the news, on the radio, on TV. It's a pandemic. But is it truly a pandemic? Or is that just a term that the news wants to use to cause fear in us? It seems like every election cycle there seems to be some type of pandemic or some type of new disease that suddenly shows up. Let's take a really good hard look at coronavirus and see what it really means to us. So the coronavirus comes from a large family of viruses, that include the flu and the like. There are many coronaviruses that are evident. However, this one is a new strain. That's why they're calling it COVID-19. It's a new form of coronavirus. Some of the symptoms, of course, are fever, cough, shortness of breath. breath. Um, it's spread through mainly person to person between people who are in close contact with one another or through respiratory droplets produced when an infected person coughs or sneezes. Today's information I'm getting from the Center for Disease Control and Prevention as well as WHO, the World Health Organization. Let's look at how the coronavirus is affecting the world. Right now there's over 93,000 cases worldwide and there is approximately 3,000 deaths worldwide. Now, when we break this down and look at where it is worldwide, mainly it's in China. So, there are 80,000 cases out of the 93,000 are in China. Out of the 3,000 plus deaths, almost 2,800 of them are in China. So, outside of China, you're only looking at about 12,000 cases and approximately 214 deaths. So, this is mainly... In China, It's in the Wuhan province of China is where this originated from. Now, let's look at the figures in the U.S. So, we've got 93,000 worldwide. So, in the U.S., we have 99 confirmed cases. 99. We've had 10 deaths so far, and the coronavirus has been found in 13 states. Now, 99 cases does not sound like a pandemic to me. However, I'm not a scientist, but just looking at these facts and figures, to me it seems that that's far from a pandemic. Let's take a look at the CDC's statistics for the flu this year. So, as far as people who are experiencing a flu-like illness, they're approximating between 32 and 45 million people. That's million Not in the hundreds or the thousands, in the millions. Um, People who have gone to the doctor for a flu visit for medical symptoms is between 14 and 21 million. Hospitalizations for the flu are 310,000 to 560,000. That's for hospitalizations. And flu deaths are currently over 18,000. They're predicting between 18,000 and 46,000 deaths. That's just from the flu, folks. So if we were to compare those two numbers, what is the real pandemic? The flu or coronavirus? I think it's very interesting that we've seen the media's take on the coronavirus. My wife was out shopping the other day, and people were making a run on hand sanitizer and water and paper products. I don't think this is the zombie apocalypse. It's a disease that's similar to the flu. What does the U.S. Surgeon General recommend for this? Well, the Surgeon General recommends that you wash your hands, you cover your face when you cough and sneeze, and wash your hands. I mean, it's as simple as that. That's how this is transmitted, just like the flu. If somebody is sick and you're around that person who's sick, chances are you're going to get it. Unless you stay, they say, approximately three feet away from that person. And if you wash your hands and not touch your face. So some pretty basic things there. I know everyone's like, shouldn't I be wearing a mask? Well, as I'm doing this broadcast for the coronavirus, I am not wearing a mask. Um, There's really no need to wear a mask unless, one, you're infected, or two, you work in the medical field treating patients with the coronavirus. I've noticed on eBay, there's been a sudden uptick in people selling masks. In fact, in Omaha, a person I work with let me know that when they went to pick their kid up from school, there were mothers in wearing masks and somebody with a full headgear. Now, hopefully they were trying to avoid the flu because your chances of getting the flu are about 20 times more than getting the coronavirus. So why the sudden pandemic? Why the sudden scare? Why the sudden non-stop news coverage about the pending apocalypse of the coronavirus? I think it's pretty interesting, of course, because once again we're in an election cycle, and once again this gives the liberal press a chance to take a swipe at President Trump. We've seen it in the very beginning when President Trump initially came out and supported closing the Uh, You know, the borders with China as far as flights in and out. The Democrats were quick to say, oh, we don't need to do that. Then two weeks later, the Democrats are saying, oh, he's not doing enough when he actually had requested $2.5 billion and had instituted quarantines and had also created some more, you know, no travel zones and not allowing people from certain countries in. I mean, those countries currently include Italy. Iran, China, South Korea. So there's very few countries that are being affected by this, but as we can see, that's where most of these cases are. I think the the quick movement by the government as far as not allowing people from China into the country has somewhat slowed this pandemic from spreading in the U.S. Most of the, of the cases on the West Coast seem to be people who have traveled to Italy, Or have been in contact with someone who has traveled to Italy, not necessarily from China. So I think it's interesting that, you know, Schumer, Pelosi, and Schiff are all taking their jabs at President Trump as far as, oh, you didn't do enough. Now you're doing too much. Now you didn't do enough. Oh, we're so woefully unprepared. Today on The View, if anybody even watches that show, Joe Behar. Um, stated that people shouldn't even listen to President Trump about the coronavirus because he doesn't know what he's talking about. Why are these people continuing to fan these flames? It's an election cycle. They don't want him to win again. Everything else has failed. So now we're going to go off on this coronavirus pandemic where we only have 99 people in the entire country of 360 million people. We have 99 people with the coronavirus, but yet it's a pandemic. Just turn on CNN or MSNBC or any nightly news show, since they all lean towards the left, and you could see that this current administration is being criticized. And I, I think it's funny because as we look on the campaign trail, we have candidates such as Joe Biden who are spewing untruths. The number one untruth is about the 2018 budget proposal that President Trump put forward where he requested that some money be cut from the CDC's budget. Now, as most people know, or maybe they don't know, the House of Representatives is in charge of the purse strings of the country. Therefore, the House, since it's democratically controlled, decided that they weren't going to abide by his budget request. It's it's simply a request. And this funding was not taken out. But yeah, Joe Biden and Hollywood elites are all claiming that, oh, Trump cut the budget for the C D C. This is why that's happening. It's simply untrue. But it makes a nice soundbite. It makes a nice spin. It's a it's a quick little ditty you can put on the evening news to once again put doubt on this current administration. You know, President Trump has started a committee and it put Mike Pence in charge of it. Of course, the liberal left is having a heyday with this. They're going as far back as when he used to be governor of Indiana and cut some funding for some medical programs there. Now suddenly he doesn't believe in science. And why are they saying that? Because he's a Christian. Because he's a Christian, he doesn't believe in science. He believes in God, so we shouldn't listen to him at all. I'm not sure if most of you know, but when the president sets up Councils like this to handle certain issues, there's always a representative from the White House on these panels. It's either going to be somebody, uh, one of his uh, secretaries, or the vice president. Now, the vice president is also with members of the CDC, the World Health Organization, uh, medical people here in the United States. So Mike Pence isn't sitting there making all the decisions. Mike Pence is simply in charge to give this committee direction to help combat this pandemic. So people who are saying that we're not getting any new funding, this is not scientifically based, are simply not factual. They are taking the best advice that they can from these medical professionals and putting this forward. Now, I think this is a way better response than the response of the Obama administration during the swine flu of 2009. I don't know if some of you remember back then, but the swine flu had 61 million Americans infected. 61 million, not 99, I'm talking 61 million. Altogether in America, there was 12,469 deaths from the swine flu. Currently, there's 10 deaths from the pandemic of the coronavirus. So we definitely see, once again, the hypocrisy of the left, the hypocrisy of the media. Nobody even mentioned anything about the swine flu until we were up to 1,000 deaths. And their response was woefully inadequate. I mean, almost 13,000 people died and 61 million were infected. Where was the outcry? Where was the pandemic then? Where was CNN saying Obama's not doing enough? It simply wasn't there because there's a slant, because they have their own agenda, because they don't want to see America do well. Whereas this administration stepped forward, put into action things that would stop this from growing, and it's worked, and they can't handle it. But God forbid you mention anything about 2019 and the swine flu, they'll say it simply doesn't matter. You know, you have Schumer, Pelosi, Schiff, Biden, Warren, all these people on the political trail just completely making inaccurate and erroneous statements about the response and about the coronavirus. Schiff was remarked saying the other day that you simply can't trust President Trump because he lies all the time. I don't know about you, but I remember an Adam Schiff who got up in front of Congress and read from a Supposed phone call that President Trump had with the president of Ukraine where Schiff decided to add his own words and his own play. Maybe some of you remember this is the same Schiff who continuously said that he had absolute proof of Russian meddling. Absolute proof that President Trump and his administration was complicit with the Russians. But yet that never came but now suddenly we're just supposed to believe him. Once again, it's just putting doubt on this administration as we're in an election cycle, as we're turning to a national election. Take the focus off of this and put it over here now. It's the flavor of the week. We've seen that time and time and time again with with the liberal media, with these Democratic senators, these Democratic congressmen, And their inability to concede that President Trump won the election in 2016. The people voted. This is what we wanted. But yet they're going to continue to try and take our focus off that, to show him in a bad light. To show his administration as inept. But when you try and draw comparisons to the Obama administration, everyone tells you, Oh, well, that doesn't matter. That's Obama. We're with President Trump now. I don't know about any of you, if you see stuff on Facebook where someone makes a stupid political statement or an erroneous statement and you try and correct them, the first thing they do is jump at you, well, usually I get called a misogynist, or racist, uh, you know, I'm a white guy, uh, I don't know anything about anything, I'm from middle America, I'm from flyover country, but most of the time they don't want to compare apples to apples, and that's what we're doing, we're comparing administrations. We're comparing the lack of what the past administration did for the swine flu, which was a true pandemic in this country, versus 99 people have the coronavirus. Oh my gosh, run out to the store, buy everything. There's bare shelves. Why are people buying up ramen noodles? I had somebody else I was talking to, they were in the store, they couldn't find any ramen noodles. Apparently ramen noodles are a cure for the coronavirus. I don't know what people are stockpiling for Y2K already happened. You don't need a bunker anymore. Just the mass hysteria that this country draws on. And when you try and point that out to somebody, these people on the left simply are saying oh well the media is just trying to keep us informed. Wouldn't you rather be informed? No, I'd rather be told the truth. I don't know about you guys, but I'm tired of the news not telling the truth. I grew up with Walter Cronkite. I grew up where the news was the news and they reported the facts without a political bias. There wasn't a left, there wasn't a right, there was the news. You could trust the news. Now it's sound bites, now it's this, now it's we have that person on who defames this person, now that person defames that person, this person calls the president a Nazi, um, this person threatens the Supreme Court justices. I don't know if you guys saw that this week. I mean, Schumer comes out and, and threatens the Supreme Court justices. I mean, where does a hypocrisy end? Why have we lost the decorum and the standards that we had in the 80s and 90s, where Republicans and Democrats reached out across the aisle to find solutions to our problems? Today, it's just so much easier to, to yell at people, to hammer on people, to call people names, to put people in a bad light. Instead of solve the problem. I don't know about you guys, but I elect my officials because I feel they can best take care of the problem. They have a solution. They're able to work with other people. We're totally lacking that today. And, and where does this all come from? It comes from California and New York. All these senators and congressmen are either from California or New York. You know, California, New York, why don't you just go be your own country? I mean, that's the point I'm at now. You guys can't even handle your own business in your own state, but you want to tell me how I should run my life. Well, I'm sorry it doesn't work that way. That's why the Constitution was set up. That's why we have the Electoral College. So, the population, the popular vote, where all the population lives in either L.A. or New York, doesn't decide what the rest of the country has to deal with. That's why our founding fathers set it up. You know, as we come into this election cycle, people, I ask you to do two things. One, vote. Two, research your candidate. Find out if that candidate is really going to do what they're saying they're going to do. If they've been there for 30 years, they've been there for 20 years, and all they've done is made money and done nothing, then vote them out. Be part of the solution, not part of the problem. All right, thank you for joining me today on Joe's Common Sense. Remember, you can now find me on Apple Podcasts, Spotify. I'm everywhere. Share with your friends. Remember, go to my Facebook page and give me feedback. Have a good night.